all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of July. Germany's ThyssenKrupp AG's chief executive officer Heinrich Heisinger has resigned after seven years at the helm, bowing to shareholder anger over the company's slumping revenue and share price. News of his departure comes days after ThyssenKrupp and Tata Steel reached an agreement to set up a European steel giant. A deal that was announced with fanfare last year but became marked by opposition from investors and labour representatives. Lenders to insolvent Adhunik Metallics have approved the bid by Liberty House UK for the maker of alloy and special construction steel. Nearly all the company's financial creditors approved the bid, according to the company's exchange filing. A spokesperson for Liberty House UK confirmed it, but didn't disclose the value of the offer. However, a person aware of the development asking not to be named told Bloomberg Quinn that Liberty House had submitted an all-cash bid worth 450 to 500 crore rupees. Indian banks have finalised the inter-creditor agreement under the government's Sashakt scheme, which will help them in the speedy resolution of stressed assets. After a meeting of the Indian Banks Association, Sunil Mehta, non-executive chairman of Punjab National Bank, said the inter-creditor agreement will be in place this month. Now, speaking about Punjab National Bank, its recoveries from stressed assets in the quarter ended June has crossed 8,450 crore rupees, according to its chief executive officer Sunil Mehta, who spoke to Bloomberg Quint. The pace of recovery has made Mehta optimistic that the bank will bounce back in six months. A UK High Court judge has issued an enforcement order in favour of a consortium of 13 Indian banks that are seeking to recover funds owed to them by Vijay Malia, who is fighting extradition to India on fraud and money laundering charges. The order grants permission to the UK High Court Enforcement Officer to enter Malia's properties near London. In international news, Saudi Arabia cut pricing for most of its oil grades as the world's biggest crude exporter is increasing production to assure buyers there is sufficient supply following US President Donald Trump's demands that OPEC do more to stabilize oil markets. Meanwhile, Iran's OPEC governor Hussein Ardebili had earlier on Thursday urged Trump to stop tweeting about oil, saying his missives were backfiring and driving prices higher. U.S. Fed officials have reaffirmed their commitment to gradually raising the benchmark lending rate amid rising risks from trade battles. The minutes of the FOMC's June 12 and 13 gathering in Washington released yesterday also highlighted a debate among policymakers over how many more rate increases would be needed to keep the economy on a stable footing in the long run. A number of officials said it might soon be appropriate to modify language in the Fed's post-meeting statement language that describes rates as accommodative. In international markets, US stocks advanced, led by technology shares. The S&P 500 and Dow closed higher by 0.9 and 0.7% respectively. The Nasdaq climbed over a percent. In Asia this morning, equities have started the day positive. All three early risers were trading higher in the early hours this morning. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan.
Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everyone. The SGX Nifty is indicating a negative outlook for the market currently. But uh, it's the start of the results season. GM Breweries came out with numbers yesterday. If you're looking on a year-on-year basis, revenues were up 16%, profit up 125%, EBITDA up 119%, and EBITDA margins of 30.5% versus 16.1%. But this comes on the back of a low base last year. So if you're doing a quarter-on-quarter comparison, uh, the numbers are rather flat in trade margins coming in at 30.5% versus 29.5% and profit at uh, 22.2% versus 24.7% uh, on a quarter-on-quarter basis. So it, it's rather muted on a quarter-on-quarter basis. In terms of other stocks to watch out for, Bandhan Bank's uh, Chandrasekhar Ghosh gets the RBI nod for to be reappointed as the MD and CEO till July 2021. Sagar Cements has said that the June cement production is up 8.5%, but the sales are down 0.27%. And Shoba came out with its quarterly sales numbers. The new sales volume is up 18%, and in terms of value, it's up 22%. In terms of bulk deal, only one bulk deal in India Bull Ventures. Orient Global Cinnamon Capital sold in 1.35 crore shares in the company. The buyer was Jasmine Capital. In terms of who's meeting whom, HPCL will be meeting a lot of investors including Tata AMC, HDFC Life and Sipla will be meeting LNT Mutual Fund today. In terms of insider trades, the promoter of Jain Irrigation acquired yet another 1 lakh shares in the company on July 3rd. The rupee ended at an all-time closing low. It ended at 68.94 versus the dollar. And Verrock Engineering will be listed on the stock exchanges today. The issue price of the IPO is 967 per share. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And thank you for listening in. As always, there's a lot more on the website, bloombergquin.com. So do check it out. Have a wonderful weekend. This is Alex Matthews signing off.